Yo, this is Crypto Cali, and this is Crypto Cali Nights. Thank you for tuning in. This is your first time tuning in. I do this weekly, sometimes a couple times a week. Try to give you as much knowledge that I have to you to save you time on researching and studying cryptocurrency and blockchain tech. It's hard to keep track of these news. Stuff comes in hourly, daily. It's always happening. 24-7, it never stops. So it's hard to get to you guys every single day. I just want to get to you guys when I can and give you solid info, stuff to get you going. 10, 15, 20 minute clips, you're done, right? As everybody knows, time is money. So with that being said, it's Crypto Cali Nights. And just know, for the disclaimer, this is not any financial advice. This is just my opinion. This is just my growth and my journey through cryptocurrency. I want to document it, share it with you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get into it. Now, for anyone that's been listening from the first episode, a couple episodes in up to now, just understand that I'm new to this. I'm getting better. And I appreciate that the support. We're in this together. I consider anybody invested in cryptocurrency, regardless of your race, creed, political views, religious views, doesn't matter to me. Cryptocurrency is a human thing. This is for all of us to grow. This is for all of, of all of us to share. So I appreciate everything. We're halfway through the year. It's July 14th, 2018. Just know when I started this podcast, it was January 21st. Optimism was at its all time high. We were looking at 18, 19,000 dollar Bitcoin. People thought it was going to run to 40K, you know, so of course I didn't buy the top, but if you remember the first couple episodes of the podcast, I was telling people to start having an exit strategy on your position, start realizing that this top was eventually going to pop and we were going to ride a bear market down. If you're not familiar with traditional markets, you should know that how markets work. If you're not, you should go research traditional markets, learn about how the cycles work, how human nature plays a part in that. And you'll start to understand how price action works. It's not necessarily the actions of the company as more of it being the actions of humans and investors, retail and institutional. So I just want you to guys know we're halfway through the year and we've had major progress from regulation reform. We haven't had a concrete decision on that, but there's been actual discussions. There's been a loosening of the quote unquote regulations across the world. Countries are embracing, they're lifting bans, South Korea, China. ICOs are looked at as a good thing now. Six months ago, they were banning them. Facebook banned ads on ICOs. ICOs were deemed uh, scams in other countries. Uh, so it had a bad rap five, six months ago. Now that they've shaken out the bad seeds and the bad apples, we're looking at a optimistic view. ICOs, cryptocurrency, they labeled ETH not a security. So at this midpoint of the year, you gotta imagine that whatever optimism you had coming into the game is still there. It's only heightened even more now. So don't be discouraged. Just make sure you stay true to your plan. Everybody has a plan. I hope you have a plan and stick with it. There's no way to gauge on how much you will make. There's no way to gauge what, where the market will go. All you can do is 
control your decisions and make sure that you're, you can sleep at night with what you've decided on. Don't be discouraged and keep at it. All right. That's the hodler mentality. And now take us into our first topic of today. And that is something I want to discuss. And that's the brain of the hodler. Came across a, a Reddit post about the brain of a hodler. And it was basically a picture, a diagram of a side view of someone's head and broken down in different sections of the brain was different characteristics of a hodler, right? And I'm just going to go over these eight topics or these eight, eight uh, ideas that a hodler usually has in their mind. And I kind of want you guys to visualize yourself and where you fall in this place. Now, this is just a... Uh, light description of what you might consider you yourself as a hodler it might differentiate between others but to me it made sense to me so we'll start with uh freedom and if you look at the pic on my ig crypto under underscore cali you'll see the photo but freedom is right above the eyeballs the frontal part of the brain and that's your freedom section and freedom is basically right where your eyes are where you're where you're looking towards is freedom and i want to start with that because ultimate goal of cryptocurrency is to be free within your your being financially spiritually mentally it's not just about finances and money blockchain actually enables you to think as you are one and as you are a group and a community within the world so if you can relate blockchain to your personal life there's plenty, plenty aspects of your life that you can formulate and make into a blockchain style. And that will have you more in line and organized as a person, family-wise, business-wise, religious, whatever your, your ultimate goals are or your forward thinking and your future thinking for yourself. Whatever that is, that's freedom to you. Um, freedom doesn't mean that you're sitting at home making money on the couch. Freedom can be you working for yourself, you working for another person or a business or something that gives you pleasure. In essence, that is freedom because you're free to do what you please, please to do, what you want to do. So the first section is freedom. Then there's a section called long-term, right above that. And to me, I took that as just a long-term view of your life and where you're going your goals and having more of an optimistic view towards the plights of an entrepreneur or of someone branching out of the norm. Just have a long-term view because you will go through hurdles and all types of dips and peaks and valleys along this journey. But long-term, just like any investment, you're not worried about peaks and valleys. You're worried about that ultimate goal and that long-term perspective and, 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 and vision. So another section of a hodler's brain is the long-term. Then there's savings. It's the top part of the brain. And your savings would can can basically be how much you save per check, savings as far as uh, what you save on things you used to do. Maybe you used to go to movies a lot. Maybe you used to buy a lot of fast food. Maybe you used to spend money on um, extracurricular activities, drinking, smoking, whatever. Uh, or physical activities stuff that actually is healthy maybe you save money on going to the gym maybe you work out at home now and you save money on gym money so savings and this all correlates your savings 
can can be funneled into investments long term, which gives you the freedom. So from there we go sovereignty. And sovereignty to some people can mean a lot of things. Um, I would, I'll just keep it vague and just say sovereignty is your own personal uh, governance, as you can say. Um, you wouldn't want to wake up in the morning and have someone dictate how you brush your teeth or how you dress and just everything to down to how you drive or or the thoughts you think. You know, sovereignty gives you a balance of of independence that is enables you to make decisions later because you feel like you're in control. So that's what sovereignty means to me. Of course, there's other definitions, but in a hobbler's mind, to me, that's sovereignty. Then we have spend and replace. And this can coincide with the savings, but savings is more of a finite thing. We need to save and that's it, right? Until we make a move out of savings, it becomes something else. But spend and replace. So say you have cryptocurrency that you are trading, right? You're trading for a 10% bump and you're going to pull money out into fiat or maybe you're pulling out into another currency but you're spending money to buy currency to buy either other things with fiat or to buy more currency of another crypto and you're replacing that with probably your savings that you've been saving so spend and replace is always a circulating thing in my mind because I do spend some of my cryptocurrency not any long-term investments but spend and replace is something that goes through my mind daily I'm always thinking about my portfolio and where I need to replace positions, stuff that I'm confident in. So spin and replace is another section of the brain that to me personally is continually moving because I'm always thinking about what I can build more of. Right. Then we have hyper Bitcoinization. Right. And that's the back part of the brain. This to me was more of a joke, but the word hyper Bitcoinization I don't really know if there's a definition of that, but I would imagine that to you, everything becomes Bitcoin. You know how you hear, you see coin now everywhere. And anytime you see coin as a crypto person, you think crypto, you know, a couple of years ago, I never thought Bitcoin when I saw coin, anything, I just thought coin. But now anytime I see coin, I hyper Bitcoin, I hyper Bitcoinization of the name, I think, oh, that's a coin thing. It could be a coin star where you turn in loose change. Oh, that's about Bitcoin. It could be uh, just coins. Someone gives me a coin at the store. Oh, Bitcoin. You know, anytime I see coin, I think that. So I couldn't really give you a direct representation of that. But if you see the diagram of the brain of the hodler, hyper Bitcoinization makes sense to you in your mind. Then the last section is Bitcoin in general. And that's the very frontal part of your forehead which you, some would say your third eye is in that section, and that's Bitcoin. And to me, that's the essence of it all. That's what got you in the game. That's what is that's the glue to your whole, your whole uh, existence as far as in this crypto space. If it wasn't for Bitcoin and its existence, you wouldn't be here. Just like your father and mother, if they didn't lay down at that specific time, you wouldn't be here. So Bitcoin is the seventh aspect of the brain of the hodler which is an obvious aspect, but it's a often overlooked one because of it being what it is. It's the grandpa of everything. You know, you kind of don't take your grandparents 
serious until they're gone. A lot of times, you know, you take your grandparents for granted sometimes, but when you really look at it, they're the ones that kept the glue together. They're the reason why you're there. So your grandparents are always the essence of it all. You know, without them, you wouldn't be here. Same with Bitcoin. So I consider Bitcoin the grandparent of cryptocurrency and blockchain. Without that, we wouldn't be here. So if that made any sense, that's the brain of a hodler. In my terms, you can have a different variation of it, but it makes sense to me. Right. And hopefully, hopefully that helps. So check out my page, crypto underscore Cali on our Instagram, and you'll see that diagram on a recent post. To get into the news, we have one big piece of news, something that we've all been waiting on. If you're into crypto, if you deep dive into news and analysis, you probably saw this coming. But for anybody that didn't, Coinbase has just acknowledged that they're exploring adding Cardano, ADA, XLM, Stellar Lumens, 0X, ZRX, Basic Attention Token, BAT, and Zcash, ZEC, as the next coins they're looking into to add to the to the protocol or the actual platform, the trading platform, Coinbase. Now, there's been a rumor about all these coins, every single one of them. And now, remember, a couple months ago, Coinbase said they will be adding ERC-20 tokens to the platform eventually, but everyone knew Zero X would be the protocol they'll use under the platform to allow ERC-20 tokens trading. So Coinbase got turned into Coin or GDAX, I'm sorry, got turned into Coinbase Pro. Now Coinbase Pro is the protocol to allow these ERC-20 tokens to be traded. So that's where the rumors came about with XLM, ADA, BAT, because of their close affiliation. They've been tweeting each other for months and over a year now about how they like each other, Zero X, how they like their protocol, this and that. Affiliations with partnerships, they've worked on projects together. So Coinbase heads and people up top have affiliation with people in Sarah Lumen, Zero X, Basic Attention Token, and others. So if you're like me and you deep dive research, you should know you should have known that these were coming. And trust me, I did. So I've always had ADA and I've always had Sarah Lumens. And I've had a little bit of basic attention token. So same with zero X. I've never bought any Zcash, but I'm looking into it now that we know what's going to happen with this Coinbase edition. Now, remember when Coinbase added, um, Ethereum, it was at five, 10 bucks. You can see where Ethereum is now just because of that addition. Now, when they added Litecoin last year or over a year ago, it was at five, 10 bucks. You see where Litecoin went 300 and something dollars until Charlie Lee sold the top. But any addition to a platform like Coinbase, you can imagine when there is a bull market that these coins will run up. No guarantee that they will, but access to an app like that and its uh, predominant um, domination so far of the app world when it comes to trading crypto, you got to imagine these coins will run up. We're looking at the bottom, somewhere near the bottom of the bear market right now. So if you were to buy hundreds of dollars, maybe 50 to 100 dollars or thousands of dollars of these coins, no guarantee, but you can imagine that you have some gains if you were to hold long-term. So this is very good for the competition that is the app world with platform trading. And with that also Robinhood, the, the app Robinhood, they also have been in the crypto the last six to nine months. They've enabled Bitcoin trading on their platform, Ethereum and others. So they added the feature of buying 
uh, Litecoin now and Bitcoin Cash. So not only is Coinbase trying to add more coins, Robinhood is adding Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash. And I'm pretty sure that's active now. In certain states, Robinhood app, you can buy Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash. So it's showing you that competition is definitely going to breed these winners out here. I love that Coinbase is being competed with with Robinhood and, and Binance and all these other exchanges. Um, and that's what we need because we need we need more options. You know, options is what allows us to move and navigate. You know, we don't want to be pigeonholed to one uh, platform or one crypto or anything like that. So with cryptocurrency, it's supposed to be a open source decentralized feel. So without more coins, we can't have that that type of feel. So Coinbase adding new coins. Robinhood has added Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash. Check it out. Not financial advice, but look into these coins. These are very strong protocol coins. They have backing. They have major partnerships, great teams. There's a reason why Coinbase chose them. So check that out. So the next news clip would be an article that was released saying that the Ledger company that produces the Ledger Nano S, they actually hit the 1 million sold mark end of last year. So in 2017, Ledger sold 1 million ledgers from their factory, basically. Now, we don't know what happened to most of the ledgers when they left. It could have been tampered with, but they did sell 1 million ledgers. So the first thing I thought was, wow, I wonder how many of those were actually defective, not from the factory, but people secondhand uh, manipulating the ledger and then resealing and selling third party or stuff like that. So yes, it's good that they're selling ledgers, but you got to imagine if you're not buying from a direct dealer like Ledger itself, the website, then there's a chance that your your item has been uh, tampered and that it could be defective, meaning hackers might have installed malware for when you do load your coins, they send them to their wallet or all type of nefarious things that people can do with technology and these ledgers. So even though it is a good thing that they're selling these ledgers, people are buying them, people are taking initiative as far as uh, protecting their investment and their and their coins, but you got to make sure that you're buying it from the actual official ledger site and not a fake one, you know? So I thought that was big news that they sold a million ledgers last year. I can only imagine how many more they'll sell. Ledger's been uh, shown on major TV shows. Uh, people actually know what a Ledger Nano is now. They actually know uh, how, not how it works, but they know the the concept of it. There's people that watch TV shows and they're starting to see them and they're starting to understand passively about crypto. So it's only a matter of time before they actually get interested that they have actually more knowledge than we would assume they would because of these TV shows like Billions on HBO or Showtime showing these ledgers and talking about them. You know, and that's going to spark the the uh, the ideas in other people because sometimes it takes TV and and outward things like shows and movies for people to actually get the concept you know just like in the new movie Superfly that came out it was a basically a re uh, remake of the original Superfly in the 70s but they had a new version of Superfly came out and in the sh in the movie he he sends money through cryptocurrency and he and that's how he washes his money or whatever he does with I haven't seen the movie but I know cryptocurrency is used in the movie and they they use it as a means to send and receive money anonymously so 
just that alone, regardless of its legal or illegal uh, ramifications that people use it with, it still has a use case. It still has a feasibility that people can use in their daily life. So Ledger, selling that many ledgers, hopefully they can come out with um, an easier use to these ledgers. It's a little more technical than people than most people can handle. To me, it's easy, but being able to install the ledger, the firmware and all that kind of gets tedious, updating all these software things and, you know, it kind of gets tedious. So once they become uh, a company where they can update ledgers without people having to do all that, maybe one click of a button like an iPhone or Android, you update your ledger, it's done. You don't got to worry about private keys getting lost and all that. Once that becomes norm, we'll see an explosion with these things. But they already sold a million ledgers last year, so we're on the way and so they are, so are they. So I thought that was pretty big. And another news clip, which is actually the last clip, save this for last just because we've been hearing about the ETF and the Bitcoin uh, ETF from the CBOE and other institutions that have turned in applications applying for an ETF but be, have been denied there hasn't been one ETF approved as you should know but the catalyst for the next bull market and other money coming in like institutional money or money from people's retirement accounts um, will be through an ETF or something of the sort now, recently, CBOE released the application or submitted application to the SEC for ETF approval. And so far, there's positive sentiment towards this. This is the first time there's been an application sent in with this much optimism. In prior years and months, they've applied for ETFs. They've been denied. And that might have been because of the social and legal landscape of where crypto was. We hadn't had any clarification on ETH as being a security, Ethereum that is. So now that we've had these clarifications from the SEC chairman and other things along it, you can imagine that ETF could be easily approved now. Now, if you're not familiar with exchange trading funds, these are similar to a mutual fund, but they're more as a new age mutual fund. You're allowed to take portions of a retirement fund and pick off an ETF, which takes money in assortment into a collective and it's it's traded on so you imagine if a person is signed up for the 401k and their fidelity or their their Charles Schwab or whatever advisor is telling them hey take 0.2% of your retirement account and put it into this new Bitcoin this new Bitcoin ETF if a million people say a hundred million people do that at 0.1% you can imagine how much money will flow in just off of that initial buy-in now, let's, let's go five, 10 years from now when that becomes norm and people are throwing in 20% of their retirement fund into an ETF because of the price of Bitcoin and where it's been and where it's at at that moment. So this is just a start. The money is coming. We don't know when, but these are the f this is the framework that needs to be laid first before we can pour any concrete, before we can lay any steel, before we can build any towers. We can't have it without a foundation, you know, so... If you're not patient, you will overtrade and you will lose money waiting for this ETF, right? It's best to hold on to your investments. Of course, pay attention, don't lose money and wait for this, this money coming in. This is perfect time for you to uh, dollar cost average into the coins you like, make sure that they make sense, make sure your portfolio is concrete in your eyes uh, because when the money does come, it's only gonna flow where things make sense it's not gonna 
it can go into hype coins. Who knows? We have newbies coming in. We even have institutional investors that are new to this. Um, you can you can argue that the people that have been in crypto for a year or two now will be more uh, risk averse to an investor coming in that's been in the stock exchange for 20 years. They're new to this. They're studying at home too. This has this this is not similar to the stock exchange. Um, so we're almost the experts over these institutional investors coming in. So we have the upper hand with knowledge, but we can easily lose our our foothold if we allow them to um, sway us certain ways by market manipulation or or uh, FOMO or not FOMO, sorry, or FUD and different news events that might draw you out of certain uh, coins or shake you out of certain investments. And you don't want that because they're good at doing that. They have money to risk and put up to drive a price down or up just to bait you and sway you a certain way. So you need to stay strong mentally because they don't have the knowledge that we have, but they have the money and we don't have the money they have, but we have the knowledge. So to have that balance, we need to act like they do. You know, you need to act like you have this money now, because if you want to get it from them, you got to act like them, you know, so ETF wait on it. There's rumor that by August 10th, we should have a decision. That's about 45 days from now, 30 something days. Oh, no, I don't know the count, but August 10th is the rumored date. We'll see uh, on the next episode. I'll probably update that, let you know. But for now, that's all I'm seeing across Reddit and the Internet is August 10th is the un uh, unofficial date for a at least uh, clarification on where we're at with it. It could be approved before August 10th. It could be approved on that date or after. But it is coming. You know, people are leaving their jobs. People are leaving banks. People are leaving uh, investment funds and firms to start their own blockchain and cryptocurrency and uh, companies. So people wouldn't be risking their livelihood to get behind something that is a scam. All right. So I'm a person that can see the whole forest and see the minute details within it and not be too overwhelmed. You know, I see all these coins. I see all these protocols. I see all these advancements. I see all these um, ways to make money, but really I'm tunnel vision at the same time. It doesn't bog me down. It doesn't overwhelm me. And that's something you need to learn is that yes, there's a lot of stuff going on, but in the essence of it, there's not, you need to focus on where the attention's at and you need to stay focused on that. You know, don't buy into hype coins. Don't buy into stuff that is fueled by uh, FOMO. You know, you want to be the first comer, first mover. You know, and that's how I was over a year ago. And that's why I'm good now. And I'll be a lot better when this money comes. So that's the goal. That's the goal. Do not let them take your money. They don't have the knowledge and we do. But they have the money and we don't. So the only way to balance the act is to stay strong and act like them. So watch what they do and not what they say. All right. Don't be fooled. Yeah. And I just wanted to touch real quick before I did go. Now, remember, I've been dollar cost averaging since the beginning of the year, uh, about end of December. I've been dollar cost averaging on Icon, which is one of my major holdings, ICX. I've been buying hundred dollars. Per, per week on every Friday, if possible. If not, I'll double up the next Friday. But I've been DCAing on my Icon token. I'm halfway through the year and I'm halfway to my goal. So it's proven to me that DCA does work. 
especially in a bear market, it does work and it does keep you out of the fluctuations because you're you're putting up a, a set amount at a certain time, no matter what the price is. I was buying Icon at $10 and I just bought a big stack at $1.40. So not one time did I panic, not one time did I get scared because as your dollar cost averaging down, your average price in goes down also. So yeah, I bought you know 40 coins at 10 bucks, but then I bought 200 coins at two bucks. You know, so you gotta understand where the balance comes. And that kinda is what I was saying earlier with the, the, the uh, institutional investors. They have the money, we have the knowledge. The knowledge is what kept me buying into Icon because I knew where they were going, I knew what they're doing. Their price action was low because the whole market's been tanked. So a coin that has high volatility is definitely gonna tank harder than others in a bear market. But what's gonna happen in a bull market? It's gonna rise faster than others. So you dollar cost your way into one that dips faster because your average price will go up, go down faster. And you're obtaining more tokens at that same time. So yes, my dollar cost averaging is still going on Icon. I'm still 100% faithful in Icon. Not really scared of that. But I did want to touch on me starting a new DCA on two coins. And I'm going to start another DCA, which is a dollar cost average for the next six months on Cardano and Stellar Lumens. Now, this hasn't, this doesn't really have anything to do with the Coinbase edition, and it's rumored that it will be added to Coinbase, Cardano and XLM. I've always had positions in ADA and XLM. I had them over a year ago. I've been faithful in these protocols. It's just now that I have a basis on DCA and I've seen a six month roadmap as far as what can DCA do, and we've had this bear market, I'm picking up two more coins to DCA in. I'm still going to be dollar cost averaging in the icon, but I'm adding ADA and XLM into the next ones. So six months from now, I should have a consistent portfolio that has a lower average price in and ready for the bull market, regardless of when it comes. That's why I like DCA, because regardless of when the bull market comes, I'm already bought low. I'm already in the green no matter what. And that's the ultimate goal. I don't care if I make a hundred thousand or a million. Is am I in the green? Am I doing it right? Because at any time when I do it right, I could do it really right, and it could be really big. So my whole goal in investing in cryptocurrency, like everybody should know, is not to lose money. My goal isn't to lose any money. By the byproduct of not losing money, I will make money. So that's something I think a lot of people need to focus on is instead of being so aggressive towards making the money, focus on buying things that won't lose you money. Of course, you can't gauge the market, but check technical analysis, check fundamentals, check where the coin has been all time highs, check where it's at now. That should give you a good gauge of where to buy in at. Take your time, dollar cost average in. That way you don't lose any money, right? FOMO and lose you money. Buying the bear market is usually always a win all right you buy when people are greedy or you sell when people are greedy you buy when people are fearful right right now people are fearful people can't even pick a coin because they're scared it's going to dip more trust me if it's a solid project it's coming back all right remember institutional money they learn or they learn and they and they buy into coins not to lose money that's their ultimate goal and the byproduct of that 
is making money. So always remember that. That's my goal and that's my philosophy on it. All right. If that makes sense to you, try it. Try focusing on not losing money. And it's magically will help you win money or gain more money or earn more money. Just focus on not losing it and you'll make it. All right. There's only other option. It's binary. All right. So I kind of was rambling on this episode. I hope you guys could hear this. I hope all this made sense. I hope the news was good. I hope these uh, dollar cost um, ideas or something you could pick up. Take your favorite coin, dollar cost into it. You know, have a set price, have an exit strategy, an entry, and all that. Um, don't waste your time or your money, right? Don't lose money and you'll make it. All right, always remember that. So with that being said, this is Crypto Cali. This is Crypto Cali Nights. I will be back soon, a couple days from now. Don't worry about it. I'm going to be back a lot more consistent. I'm waiting on this bull market. I don't care if it takes six months to another year. You're going to hear me. You're going to see me. My Instagram story never stops, and you know that. All right? Check me on Instagram, crypto underscore Cali. Same on the Facebook. Same on Twitter. Same on LinkedIn. I have a YouTube channel, Crypto Cali's Life. Check that out. I'm going to be posting new videos. I'm on IGTV. I got little mean mashups and videos I'm be posting there soon when I get the good setup I'm gonna be showing trading and other videos tutorials and stuff on Instagram TV I'm gonna be branching off to start another podcast soon I'll give you guys details on that one it will be crypto related but it will have a new aspect it will be branching off into new things I'm trying to expand my uh, my my reach I'm trying to bring more people in all right so stay tuned Please share, like, subscribe, and, and push my content for me. I appreciate guys tuning in. This is Crypto Cali, and this is Crypto Cali Nights. Peace.